Welcome back, everyone, to the PFFA pod. My name is Kyle McLowry. I'm one of the vice presidents for Local 43. And I'll start off by apologizing that it's taken so long to get this episode out to y'all. I'd hoped to get it done before I left on vacation in mid-June. Didn't quite get it together, so here we are, early July. Um, today we'll be talking about PERS. I'll be speaking with John Davies and Keelan Kwai, specifically about OPSRP, the OPSRP retirement plan. Um, the way it worked out is I've got Keelan, John, and myself the first half, and then in the second half of the show, it's just John Davies and myself sort of talking about the the numbers and geeking out over the numbers a little bit about the IAP accruals. Uh, I do want to quickly uh, ask you to excuse the background noise and the cell phone beeps partway through with the audio quality. We ended up just recording most of this on my iPhone coming off shift. This particular podcast can be really enhanced uh, by checking out the show notes. There's a link to a PDF. has a spreadsheet that lays out all the numbers that we talk about in the second half. So if you're interested, I encourage you to look at that. It has final average salaries. It has uh, IAP accruals and things like that. Pretty interesting. There's also a, uh, a link to a video. It's put on by the SEIU. And that one is just a history of PERS in Oregon. And it's, uh, you know, it's very, it's quick and it's very informative. So with that intro, thanks for listening. Okay, so I'm sitting here with Keelan Kwai and John Davies. My name is Kyle McLowry. Um, we're going to be talking about PERS today. Pick up. Uh, so Keelan, uh, where do you mm-hmm. work? Where, what's your situation? I have just over 10 years in. I am a Keller Relief Officer at Station 7. So just over 10 years. So when were you, when were you hired? Uh, the end of 2007. Last class. Last class. So one of the, one of the first officer classes. Yeah. Uh, John, how about you? Uh, hired in 07. Work at Fire Station 28. You guys go through together? No. No. So who's first? He was the class ahead of me. Class ahead of me. Two months or something? Two, three, three months? You matured, you matured him coming through twos. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Didn't work out too good though. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw him <laughs> Lieutenant? failing and everything, I knew yeah. I'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's making me look good. Awesome. <laughs> All right, so hers. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking that most of you out there that are OPSERT members, OPSERT is anyone hired January 2007 or later. Uh, have probably run into one of these two guys. And if you have, you've probably talked about IAP contribution or the PERS benefit, the retirement benefit. So uh, I will make a disclaimer, and you guys can agree with me or not. We're not experts. I'll tell you, John and Keelan know a lot more than I do, certainly, about the, the topic. But as far as being the gospel on the topic, these guys know a lot, and they've done a lot of research. So what sort of got you started? I'll start with Keelan again. Well, uh, I don't really have any background in PERS, other than that I'm a PERS member, but what got me into it actually was John Davies. Oh. <laughs> and I saw him here, uh, I saw him at Station 28 one morning, and he and I hadn't talked in a while, and he just mentioned to me about the, the uh, legislation that was going on at the time, which were two Senate bills that have come and gone, but... Uh, I didn't know anything about it. John 
was explaining some things to me, and it was extremely frustrating listening to John, not what, not John himself, but what he was saying. He was telling me kind of the whole story, the other half of our pension that I did not know about. Um, so, and that other half he was telling us about was what Senate Bills 559 and 560 were. Okay, were so that's the IEP. I guess my question yeah. was more of what, how did you do educate yourself? What have you been doing? Phone, to- phone calls to the PERS office, our local PERS office. Um, everything's online. It's just uh, finding it um, uh, and knowing the questions to ask. And so that's what took so long. John had already done most of the legwork. Uh-huh. Um, so he kind of um, let me know what he had learned up to that point. Then he okay. and I just decided to kind of join forces and, and, and basically you know, do our own independent research. And we probably talked, I don't know, every week, every two weeks. It was quite a bit, yeah. Uh, about new findings. So you were making calls to the PERS board, the person... Oregon Secretary of State's office, okay. the local PERS office. And lots of reading online. Lots of reading online. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So it sounds like, John, you maybe were the spearhead of some of this. Um, how did you sort of start getting, I don't know, involved into it? Um, when you take a job as a firefighter, I believe, you're kind of entitled to pension. You know, it's something that you... Part of your deal of getting hired is a pension. And I always kind of wanted to know, the guys when I worked in St. Helens talked about the pension over and over and over again. They explained it to me and they said, you guys have a good pension. It's not as good as the tier one and tier two, but it is good. Mm-hmm. So you have to protect that. There's nothing in the um, state legislator legislation that will protect your pension. They can change it any day going forward. And so you've also just done a lot of reading. Will you give us your information online or... Uh, that and calling around to different fire agencies, okay. different um, union members. Cool. Awesome. So I'd like to just do a quick rundown of just for the opsert members out there who maybe don't remember or don't know, just a quick couple-minute rundown of what the benefit is. Basically, the opsert pension is two parts. Um, the first part is what we would, what would be called a defined benefit. Um, Essentially, it's 1.8% uh, of your final average salary um, multiplied by the years of service. So basically, you get 1.8% for every year served times your final average salary. I'm sorry to put you on the spot, but if you, that was 30 years of service, what does that come out to? Oh. 54% of your final average salary. Cool. So Thank for every, every five years you work, it's 9%. Every five years is 9%. Got it. Correct. Okay. So... Um, if you were to take, you know, a hundred thousand dollar final average salary, okay, which won't isn't too far fetched, no, from where we're at now, yeah, um, that'll be fifty four thousand dollars defined benefit. Okay, so that's the number we'll run with for this example. That yeah, this is an example. Yeah, so round numbers, round numbers, hundred thousand, fifty four percent. So that's part one, and that's all I knew about before I talked to John a few years ago. Um, and then the second half is the IAP. And those are the statements that we get every year, that we should be getting every year. Uh, and that's where we have 9% of our gross wages, which include our overtime, paid on our behalf mm-hmm. into what's called an individual account pro- program, which is the IAP. Individual account program. Yes. Okay. And that is a investment-based portfolio, essentially. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yep, that's exactly what it is. It's that that was created. That was created when uh, Opsert was incepted in two thousand three. So this is just a tier three program. Uh, tier tier two, two, tier one has it. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. But our but your contributions and the payouts are specific to your tier. Yeah. And you just break down the nine percent real quick, just so that's clear. Six percent is either the employee or the employer contribution, depending what your um, union language says. But for our union language, it's employer. It's employer. Okay. Um, the three percent is kind of a standard for agencies that don't contribute to Social Security. So in lieu of Social Security, we get three percent. Also, these are all. This is all employer. Yeah. Yeah, employer. So essentially, it's a nine percent. Six. They all go to IAP. Three percent is sort of earmarked Social Security. Six percent is essentially earmarked for uh, retirement. Okay. So there's a liability from tier one and tier two, yeah. and taking money from the opsert tier three IAP helps pay that that down, but it kind of screws the opsert members. Yeah, which is the lowest paid, right? Cheapest employee right now. Okay, so they're trying to what what are they trying to do? Maybe legislation. So they're trying to take away a percentage of the IAP, either one percent, two percent, or in 2017, get rid of the whole thing and use your 6% contribution to pay the unfunded liability down. Okay, and this is what they call a redirect down uh, at Salem. Yeah. So it, that 6%, if it, if it happens, that 6% still gets paid down to PERS, and you only get 4%, and that 2% goes directly to Tier 1 and Tier 2, or whatever yeah. it is, yeah. 1% and 5, or 2 and 4, 3 and 3, whatever. Something like that could happen. Yeah. All right, so... Making it an employee contribution, does that totally protect that 6%? It protects the 6%. It doesn't protect the IAP. Does that make sense? No. Like, so the 6%, if it goes into my paycheck, yeah. I at least own that money. Like when I retire, I get the 6% bump off of it. Right. Like I own that 6%. Okay. The state legislators can still take away part of that, divert part of that to pay off uh, tier one and tier two or they can get rid of the IAP program as we know it, right? but we still own the 6%. Okay, awesome. All right, let's go down to brass tacks, numbers. Okay, so uh, we had our good friend Lance Marshall, on his every station five, run some numbers for us. We ran out, firefighter hired in 07, firefighter hired in 12, and firefighter hired in uh, 2017, and just, Ran out your salary for 30 years, just basic firefighter without any specialty, without any overtime, without any promotion, what your salary would be, what your IAP contribution would be, where you would end up after 30 years, okay? Um, we also then compared that to what would happen if there was a 2% diversion from your IAP starting in 2019, which as you imagine, equals a substantial cut in your IAP. Third scenario was, instead of a 2% diversion of your IAP in 2019, we took a 2% COLA, and you, instead of put it into your wages, shifted it to your IAP to keep your contribution at 9%. I'm gonna give you just some, some numbers. Uh, this is the numbers for your IAP total, if you, everything stays the same, 9% contribution, assuming 7.2% rate of return, 2% COLA each year. Firefighter in 07 would have $757,000 in their IAP, final average salary of 135,000. 
firefighter hired in 2012, IEP value would be 842,000. The firefighter hired in 17, IEP would be 932,000. Okay, so let me just run this real quick, and I'll let you go, John. Okay, yeah. um, the difference: if you had a two percent diversion in 2019, if you're hired in 07, you would have seventy-seven thousand dollars less in your IAP. If you're hired in 2012, you would have one hundred twenty-four thousand dollars less in your IAP. Hired in 2017, you'd have one hundred eighty-nine thousand less. Huge numbers, huge numbers, and that's just a 2% shift. Okay, those are, those are some of the numbers we got from running that out. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was you had. John has some stuff written down. Run out a scenario for a firefighter retiring after 30 years of service who was hired in 2017, 2007, excuse me. 2007, okay, so what was the firefighter's final average salary on there is one uh, so final average salary, one hundred thirty-five thousand four hundred twenty-five. Okay, so you take fifty-four percent of that, and that will give you seventy-two thousand dollars, seventy-two thousand nine hundred dollars a year. That's the defined benefit. Defined benefit. I'm sorry, one more time. What is that number? Seventy-two thousand. Okay. Nine hundred dollars. Okay, so like seventy-three thousand. Seventy-three thousand. Your IAP balance will be seven fifty-seven, seven eighty-one. Um, I just did interest only withdrawals on that. Okay. So you're kind of living off your interest so that money will last a long time. And that's going to equal $22,733 a year. So what are you, so, um, so your, what is your interest? What are you calculating as your interest? For uh, we just did 3%. Very conservative. 3%. Drawing 3% on 700 some thousand. Okay. Yeah. So that way you have your, your main principle there. Uh -huh. You're just kind of skimming the interest that year off. All right, so never touching the principal, just your interest. And what's that total then, both of those? Uh, that's $95,000 a year. Okay, so retiring 95000 a year, and how much is that of your final average? It was 70% off of 135. Okay, so that's retiring with 70%. This is with Again, no overtime calculated, no specialty, no Nothing. This promotion. Is, this is your good classic bare bones of this organization, a firefighter. That'd be me. Respect. <laughs> Except I'm not, I'm not gonna make it 30 years. Okay. So another benefit that people um, don't quite understand is the COLA. Okay. You know, like, Cost of living adjustment. Yeah, so COLA is pretty much what keeps us afloat with the rest of the economy. It keeps our 70 grand worth that in the future, right? Is that kind of yeah. how it works? Yeah. Okay. So, um, PERS reform, reforms can happen, and they do happen. In 2015 or 13, I'm not sure when, they did the COLA reform. Uh -huh. It was pretty much guaranteed your defined benefit, 2% interest a year on it for the rest of your life. That's a good benefit. Yes. Cola guaranteed every year. Uh huh. Even if it's like. Wait, that's what it is now? No. Oh. <laughs> so the reform is. Okay. It's 1.25% uh -huh. on your first 60000 Is that the same for tier one and tier two? Yeah, everybody has a Everybody has. Okay. Blended. 
Then anything over 60,000, uh -huh. you get a quarter percent. 0.25. 0.25. So we go back to our firefighter at $72,900 a year. So but what is that number again? That's that's the, that's the defined, defined benefit. benefit. Thank you. Is $60,000 of that, like zero to 60, Yeah. you'd see a 1.25% COLA. Then the 60 to 72, you'd see a 0.25% COLA. So ultimately, the retirees are going to slowly fall behind, it sounds like. Yeah. With, with the COLAs. Unless uh, COLA stays zero for a long time. Which is not that likely. Well, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> hopefully it not. Yeah. I think long as we stay kind of close to COLA, I think we're okay. Okay. I'm going to go back real quickly. I remember there's something I forgot to mention earlier. I just wanted to throw in that hers has been a healthy and productive retirement for a long time, for, I want to say, 70 years. Um, yeah. In 1979, there was high inflation, and up until 1979, the employee was paying for their, to their retirement. Instead of getting a pay raise to keep up with inflation, 1979 is when they instituted what they called the 6% pickup, so everyone negotiated, yes, instead of taking money in our paycheck, we'll let the state or our employer pay this 6%. Um, so this 6% that, the, that is now maybe going to be taken away was something that was already negotiated as a pay, as in lieu of pay for us. Yeah. So it's, you know, people maybe don't know the history, but this, this is something that is owed to us. And, for that to be taken away is kind of messed up. Oh, yeah, I, I totally agree. It also kind of depends on who the governor is at the time. Like right now, our current governor, she's kind of honoring the promise with her um, with her workers of the state. Yes. If a different governor comes in, they have the full right to do whatever they want to do to purge. So it's an important thing to think about when thinking about your pension, thinking about being able to retire with dignity, and maybe um, letting your voice in democracy, your vote, support your right to, to retire with dignity. Yeah. That's the best way I can say that. That was good. That was good. Um, any, other, any other political issues like that that you see in the, in the um, horizon? Uh, I see every two years there's gonna be a battle to keep our pension until I think the year is like 2040, and that's when unemployment liability starts to take a downturn. Right, and what about your uh, IAP contribution if you are hurt on the job? So that's another thing that um, we don't get, which we're in these numbers, I think everybody kind of understands IAP is a, a benefit we need to protect. So if you get hurt on the job right now, you will get your service credit, but you will get no IAP contributions. That's wrong. Yeah. Huh. No contributions. So though, if that 6% was going through your paycheck, that, huh, how would that, would that change that? I would imagine that would, because it's your, you're paying it then. You are paying your money towards PERS for your IAP. Maybe what it would be is since you're not getting as much money on disability, yeah. it'd just be a smaller amount. It'd be six percent of your gross, whatever that gross is. Yeah, it'd be six percent of your gross, which was disability say, is what seventy. That's more higher. I want to say like I don't remember exactly. 
getting 6% when you're injured is better than getting no 6% when you're injured. You know, as, as far as I can figure, yeah. you know? Yeah. So at least it, you're getting your money still. It all compounds. Um, there's one last thing I wanted to mention real quick. Okay. Just to let everybody kind of know how bad the reformers were last year is we kind of went over this number. A firefighter hired in 2007, retires in 2036. Yeah. That was roughly $73,000 a year defined benefit. Yeah. With a IAP balance of 757, 781. Okay, if 700. If last year went through, that firefighter would be making $54,000 a year and their IAP balance would be what it is right now currently. They would not have 757. They would be have their IAP balance would be what it is right now in their bank account or in their, their IAP account. So that's, that's a pretty massive hit. Massive. Because they, they made the final average salary, you can't go over 100000 Right. And if you do, they knock you down to 54000 So really, I don't have the exact number in front of me, but do you have that 54%? So 54, so the final average salary is 100, so let's make, you make 135000 Yeah. So they can't use that number because you went over 100000 Right. So that puts you down to 54% of 100000 which is 54 grand. So I have to clarify real quickly because I think you glossed over a point there. Okay. One of the reforms was maxing out your final average salary at 100000 Yeah, with no I. It's astonishing that they even were thinking about it. Yeah. That well, was, that's, that's the kind of desperate the state is right now with PERS. People <laughs> ran numbers and that was cutting some people's pension by 60%. Yeah, that's a massive amount of even if it's 40 percent it's ridiculous yeah so the, the, these numbers that you're retiring at there's not anyone no one's going to retire rich but you'll be able to retire with dignity if things stay as they are you've put your 30 years serving the city serving the, the, the civilian the civilians of portland the citizens of portland and when you're done you can retire and live a, a decent life like we all should be able to yeah in a civilized society. Anything else you'd like to add, John? We got plenty of time. We can. The only thing I want to mention is we really need to get on the bus to go down to Salem every two years. That's going to be a big deal. I mean, I, I admit it sucks. Like I don't want to drive down to Salem to defend you, my pension, but it's you know, kind once, of a, once, a thing once, to do. Once you commit, it's fun. Yeah. It's a good time. I mean, it's not like it's not like you're like going out partying, but you're with a lot of brothers and sisters. Yeah. Going down on the bus, hanging out. It's just kind of a cool thing to be a part of. I don't think anyone's ever gone down and done it and not been proud to be there. Yeah, it's, it's proud. It's, just, it's difficult listening to people talk about that you should earn, you should retire plus money. Thanks for your time, John. And thank you all for listening. Feel free to contact any one of us if you have any questions. Take care.